Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. Yay! I have LaVista Jones in the, not only on the podcast, but literally in the building. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you for so many reasons. And this will be a different kind of podcast. I'm positive because we have a different relationship than most of our guests. And I want to be able to share that with people for many reasons. Number one, it allows us to just be able to just talk and be ourselves. And there are thousands of people in our audience who need what you have to offer. So I want to make sure that we talk a little bit more about who you are and what you do. But in the meantime, would you be willing to share with the audience something about yourself they're not going to find in your bio? Yes. So uh, something they're not going to find in there is that I was actually bullied into starting my business. <laughs> you got to tell that story a little bit more. Can I get a little more, please? <laughs> so, so the things that I do for my clients, helping them streamline and, you know, just helping them with their overall strategy in their businesses. I've done this for as far as long, as long as I can remember. And so, um, Years before I ever started the business, I had friends that were business owners and I would go to their offices or see the way that they were um, just running the office. And I would have questions like, well, do you have a filing system for this? Do you have a, a way to keep track of your customers this way? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And they would just be looking at me like, no. And I'm, and so it's like, it's going to drive me crazy to see you operating this way um, and not step in and help you. So then it was like, I would just help just because it was something that I saw that needed to be done. And, um, you know, we'll just take care of it for him. And then it's like the next friend that I knew, I would see something just off about what was going on with their business. And it's like, hey, can I help you with, you know, this? And so about the fourth or fifth, you know, friend of mine that happened to be business owner, um, his name is Mike. And he's like, you know, um, you need to do this as a business. And I'm like, no. I was like, nobody needs that kind of support. And he's like, um, we need this kind of support. Okay. (laughs) And he's like, what about what you did with this person? What about what you did with this person? What about with this person? And I was like, but those are my friends. And, you know, I just saw a need and I just, you know, wanted to step in and help. And he was like, people need this. And I was like, no, they don't. But he wouldn't let it go. And so like that conversation and and him just kind of kept nagging, like, you need to do this as a business. When are you going to do this as a business? And then eventually I was just like, if I do this, will you leave me alone? And he's like, yeah. Because, you know, we were having the conversation of what I was going to be able to help him with in his own business. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, okay, 
Um, and yeah, so I, I joke that I got bullied into doing this. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. So I think, first of all, whoever that person is, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much because we need this service all day, every day. We need this service. And I am so grateful that you do this in my business. And why don't we just start right there? Because I don't want to keep kind of acting like we're being like secretive about it. Tell everybody exactly what you do for businesses like myself. Yeah. So, you know, my my tagline is that I help overwhelmed entrepreneurs get ish done yes, <laughs> <laughs> without burning themselves out. Well, you know, censor myself um, on, on this particular show. Um, but I come in and the focus is on the business owner because I truly believe that in order to fulfill the vision of the business, you have to also take care of the visionary. So it's like, you know, hey, how are you? And they're usually like a hot mess and they're usually overwhelmed and stressed out and um, really just like really anxious about what's going on in their business. And so we talk about their biggest headaches in their business. We then um, prioritize what we're going to attack. They usually want to do everything. Um, and it's just like, okay, we can do all these things, but we can't do them all today. Right. So let's prioritize what we need to do. Then we come up with a plan um, to streamline things, to add automation, to fire them from things that they don't need to be doing as the CEO of their business, to come up with a plan um, to maybe bring in other resources via a, a VA or what tools that they need to utilize in order to really make their processes in their business as streamlined as possible. Awesome. I'm so glad that you're able to kind of share with everyone a little bit about what you do. And I say a little bit because what you said is like this much <laughs> of what you do for me specifically. And some of the things that I find tremendous value in is the workflow that you create so that I can literally take my hands off of almost everything. There was, mm -hmm. and, and you can probably share with everyone all the things I was trying to do, even up until recently. It's like I do this, then I send it to this person, then I hand it off here, and then I check to make sure it's done. And now there's, there's certain places in my business where all I have to do is send out a link. Mm -hmm. And once the link gets initiated, all the like magic starts to happen. So how on earth, because I've looked at some of your systems, um, just, you know, to see what I need to see, whatever. And there's just a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of things that you probably put into it to make sure that it works well. How did you kind of figure out how to help your clients the way that you're currently helping them? Well, you know, it, It really is just the way that I'm wired. So part of the resistance to Mike's um, suggestion that I should start a business, um, that you know, people don't need this, is that um, I found that what I do, I thought it was annoying. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was an annoying um, habit to have to listen to somebody's idea. And what I am hearing is, okay, here are the gaps, and here's what's not um, going to work right as is. And I'm like, how negative is that? Like nobody wants to hear that. But what I found is that you know you don't know what you don't know. So like not knowing that that's a gap you're not trying to like do something that is not, you know, efficient. You just don't know a better way to do it. Um, and so um, 
the details that I put in it, like that literally is just the way that like my brain works. Like I think in if then type of scenario. So it's like, if this happens, then what, if this happens and then what? And so then the tools and things that I have and that I use, um, those things, like they feed into the way that my mind just works so that I can really like dive into the details of what it is my client is trying to do. Um, and think ahead of, okay, this could run off the rails this way. So then we'll put this in place to make sure that doesn't happen, or this could be a problem for them. So let's make sure that we're collecting data this way so that we don't run into that because that like I'm like I'm always assessing risk, right? Of like, yeah. okay, what what could happen, and then let's fix it ahead of time, so that we don't have to deal with the headache of it actually happening. I love that, and the cool thing, you know, I think that the the synergy that we have is so beautiful. In that, I teach people how to go out, network, find their ideal clients, sell, you know, convert those people into new clients. But then, just like you said, then what? Mm -hmm. You know, many times they don't have the systems in place to be able to properly serve their clients, to stay in communication, to stay top of mind. I just had, as I shared with you this week, someone respond to a newsletter and said, oh, my God, your information is great. Like, keep sending them. I'm like, what? I've never heard that before. (laughs) Yes. But it's because of that consistency that we now have in place because of the work that you do. So although, you know, this is networking school, we often talk to people about how to get out there and make those face-to-face connections and convert sales. I think it's important for people to understand that back end so that when they convert these sales, these people are not leaving immediately because there's nothing in place to get them um, taken care of, to make sure that they're well served. Um, And so, you know, tell us a little bit about, in your opinion, how important is it for those people who are out and about, who are standing on these great stages, who are doing a great job converting new clients, and then what? <laughs> what would you say to that? Oh, it's super, super important. You yeah. know, I mean, thinking about those details, like you're standing on stage and you're saying, hey, go download my new ebook or, you know, text <laughs> to join my list. It's yeah. if you haven't thought beyond that, like you're in trouble, right? Yeah. Because it's like, one, do the tools you have in place, are they able to take on like that new influx of data that's coming in? And when that data comes in, I mean, what's the end game with it? Do you want it to just sit there? Like I had a, a prospect that I was talking to. She had a list of close to 5,000 people had never communicated with them ever. And it was just like, then why did you go through the process of getting all these emails? Right? Like, so you've got to think beyond, you know, what happens just on stage or at your book signing or at this class that you're teaching. How do you want to take in this data? What do you want to do with it? How do you want to progress them along their customer journey? And you need systems for each and every single one of those steps. Can you just say that again for the people (laughs) in the back, please? Oh my God. I am a speaker. I have been that person. I've been that person because I love what I do. And I think I do it pretty well. So it's like getting on a stage and sharing all this magic. And then what we're showing our potential clients is that that's all we are. Fluff, loud, you know what I mean? Really charismatic. But then what? And so I've been that that person that's like I have all this great charisma on stage and up front. And then nothing to support them. And so that was a huge shift for my business, being able to, first of all, recognize it. And I did have Mm -hmm. an ops manager a few years back that set some of the things in place years ago. 
But then I realized, okay, I can't do this on my own. So I'm speaking to the speakers. I'm speaking to the coaches, speaking to all the people who are really good at that front end. You need a La Vista Jones. You need a 31 Marketplace. You need someone of that capacity to help you so that your clients don't think, oh, I thought they were going to be great. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be able to help me, right? So I'm so glad you're saying that because I I promise you, if people would be honest and raise their hand, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching this video, give us some feedback and let us know if you've been that person who has done all these wonderful things on the front end and had no back end, mm-hmm. had nothing to support your people. And then you find yourself, even if you can convert clients well, they go away eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. So tell us, who do you believe that you are uniquely gifted to serve? Is there a certain industry or a certain type of person that you find you help more than others? Yes, I am uniquely um, gifted to serve solopreneur, solopreneur women um, that are, I call it, at the crossroads of business growth and burnout. They have been operating and doing what they have been doing for so long by themselves. They're the ones wearing all the hats. They're the salesperson. They're the marketing person. They're the fulfillment person. They're the, you know, welcoming committee when somebody comes in to, you know, their program or, you know, a new coaching, you know, client, whatever the case may be. And they're the talent that actually brings in the revenue, right? On top of also being a speaker or potentially an author or all these other things. And, they see a bigger vision on the horizon for themselves and for their business. But as they look around at the chaos um, in which they're operating their business in right now, they know they cannot move forward working this way, right? Something has got to give, something has got to get better. And it's that pain that they feel in that moment that causes them to want to take action and wear a perfect fit (laughs) at that point. Because it's like, okay, you're in enough pain that you want to do something about it. So let's get to work. I love that. And you, you're you absolutely right, because that's exactly where I was. <laughs> exactly. And so I think so frequently. So what do you say to that person who's in that place? They're, you know, just about to take off, but don't have really all of the necessary tools to be able to move forward. And they are kind of facing that burnout wall. But they've been telling themselves this story. I can't afford to hire someone. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't think I'm ready for, for that level of support just yet. What do you say to that person? Well, the, the first thing I would be, well, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you don't have the first conversation, how do you know that you can't afford to work with 31 Marketplace? Right. How do you know that you can't afford to bring on a VA for support? Like, how do you know that if you haven't even gone out and had like the conversation yet? Right. And then the second thing I would say is that you can't afford not to. Like, you can't afford to be on a stage, you know, preparing to, to open people to come into this program and you've got nothing on the back end ready mm-hmm. because it's what it's going to show them is that you weren't ready for them because they're going to see that, oh, yeah, I paid all this money. I haven't gotten any kind of email. I don't know when my calls are going to be. I don't know when we're meeting. I don't know, you know, the objectives. Like, I don't like they don't know what they're doing. And that's not where you want your new clients to be. No way. Um, And to me, it also signifies that you didn't think anybody would say yes. Right. Because you haven't (gasps) planned. That was hard. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, love hurts sometimes, right? Truth hurts. But you haven't planned for somebody to say yes. Wait a minute. Back it up. 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 You said (laughs) you didn't expect anyone to say yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so your planning fell short, right? You planned out exactly, I mean, down to the detail what Mm. you were going to wear for, you know, your speaking engagement. Like you've got your heels, your hair, your makeup, your outfit, your speech. It's perfect. But you're not prepared for anybody to say yes to you. Okay, I could literally drop this mic, but it's not mine, so I'm not going <laughs> to drop it. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, that, that goes into a whole nother room. We're about to take a left turn on this whole podcast. because. Okay. So one of the questions I often start with, and I didn't with you, which is funny because now I'm going to have to go back to it, is what, you know, when we talk about confidence, mm-hmm. because so frequently we look at the competence of being able to do what we do well, but we don't always think about the confidence it takes in order to get there. Mm-hmm. And what you just said to me makes me realize that people spend way too much time on the surface and not in, okay, what happens next? Because that tells me you don't have the confidence to believe that people are going to say yes to you is what you just said, right? I'm not prepared because, yeah, I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to look great. There's going to be great pictures on Facebook, right? But at the end of the day, I'm still broke. At the end of the day, I still don't have these new clients And then I'm going to complain about it because I didn't do the upfront work in order to have my foundation in place, in order to have my back end set up to receive. You said a a mouthful right there. I don't even know how, if you realize how important that statement is, because I hope it, it forces all of those who are listening, especially those of us who are speakers, coaches, you know, authors, all of those people who have, if you have a call to action, I'm telling you to go back. Go back, look at the drawing board and figure out what's the next step and how am I going to take care of the people that I'm really called to serve? Because I think at that point, let's just take it a step deeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing God a disservice at that point because what we're saying is, I know you called me, but I don't believe I'm going to be able to, to fulfill mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. call. Yep. And so tell me about the, the, the a level of confidence you've had to come to in order to be able to even stand in the place where you're standing and recognize the gaps and recognize the things that you need to recognize, because I believe it takes a certain level of confidence for you to walk up to that super charismatic, you know, salesperson, coach, speaker and say, I see some gaps. Can I help you? Yeah. So, you know, in a former life of mine, <laughs> I used to um, be in banking. So I was a former AVP um, at a pretty big financial institution. Mm. And um, there was there were a lot of incidents that, you know, just kind of came up. We would call them fires like, OK, we have a fire drill. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got to like, you know, assemble and, and take care of it. And one particular day. You know, people who were higher up, higher than my pay grade, they decided that my department wasn't um, needed anymore. Okay. <laughs> and literally, mm-hmm. like in that meeting, they're like, yep, we don't need them anymore. They like closed corporate cards. They canceled flights. They canceled all this stuff. Now, at the time, I managed about 20 some people that traveled all across the country. And in that that day, I had someone that was still in flight on their way to Boston. I had someone that was in Texas. They had just touched down in Texas and were like mid cab, like into the uh, to get to their hotel. And then somebody was at the airport getting ready to go. So I'm like on the phone trying to get a hold of all these people once I realized like all their travel has um, has been canceled. Now, I had two counterparts in Ohio at the time I was I was here in Arizona and 
as this chaos starts to unfold, my counterparts, they took it upon themselves to start, you know, firing off like these really super aggressive emails to like our senior management and just really sharing their grievances. Right. And it's like, uh, okay, but that's not going to get my people home. It's not going to like get them back on flights. It's not going to do that. And so um, one of the things that I've realized is that part of like my magic is stepping into that chaos. Like I just have a a calmness about it. Like, and so it's just like, okay, let me assess what's happening what it is that I need to do to get my people home, make sure that, you know, this person knows like not to get on that flight, yeah. you know, those kind of things. And so I ended up like getting my um, vice president's credit card and was like, I'm buying this ticket, you know, for this person and I'm doing this for this person and da da da. And it literally took me the entire work day right. to coordinate travel to bring my people home. Right. Again, while my counterparts kind of had tinter tantrums, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And I think it was that moment that I realized like, Huh. I think differently than other people. You do. Right? You do. And so it was just like there's something to this that, you know, I'm not in a reactive person in that way where it's like I like ensue panic. It's just like, okay, yeah, this is a hot mess. Like the house is on fire, <laughs> but this is how we're gonna take care of it. And right. like you go do this and you go do that, and then everything is going to be fine, right? Right. And so it really just kind of grew from there to um, you know, to have to go to a, a president of a company and let them know, like, hey, you really kind of made a really bad decision mm-hmm. in doing this in the way that your department handled this. I need a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> I need a credit card to be able to do this. And here's my plan. Um, and so when I started working with private clients, it became, you know, having that level of con- potential conflict, like it became easier to just talk to like a one-on-one person like, hey, yeah. so <laughs> this is what I'm seeing. You know, this is uh, what I think you should do. Like even recently, like you shared something with me. I know. And I, I was, was just thinking like, about that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know, what do you think about this? You're and like, I'm like, well, so, <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. You <laughs> know, and here's, this? yeah. And yeah. here's, you know, what I think would be a better alternative. Yeah. Um, because, you know, at that point in my, my corporate career, like that, um, I think made me, if that makes any sense, because very soon afterwards, um, I got like a huge promotion, um, and my peers, did not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I think was more of like the springboard of me rising in the corporate ladder um, with the company at that point. I love that so yeah. much. Share with everyone what it's called, because I'm, I'm seeing in my head all the boxes and flows that you gave me when we first started working together. It was like just beauty. And I don't even remember what it's called now. It's kind of like an, I don't know, business assessment. What do you call the... Oh, your systems audit? There we go. Yeah. The systems audit. Yeah. So I want people to know what that is. And um, I want to follow that up with how can people work with you right now? Got it. So what that is, is it's a, we start off with just a, um, a session and it really is talking to the business owner at first, like, how are you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, how are you doing? And then, you know, tell me all of the headaches and stuff that you're dealing with. And so it, that, that first part of it is really like, I call it like a brain dump. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to get it all off their chest. Like this is driving me crazy. This is broken. This is that, like, this is missing. Like, you know, they usually have like a, uh, a good idea of what's going on in their business. Um, and there are some things that are definitely causing them some pain. It's like, I want to hear about it. Um, And so we literally walk through 
every single process in their business. I talk to people who are associated with those things in their business. So if like if they have a VA, if there's a process owner that's not the actual business owner, like I talk to them, um, I go through and audit their um, their SOPs if they you know currently have any. Um, and if they don't, then you know that's obviously a, a gap <laughs> that's there. I look at things that are in their system. So I opt into like their newsletters. I opt into their freebies because I like to see what I'm going to get, right? Because that's what a client's going to get. And letting them know like, hey, like these are the things that you have in place, but this is the stuff that's not working. Right. Um, and not only is this the stuff that's not working, this is what I think we need to do about these things and in this order. Because again, like I said earlier, there's a lot um, that needs to be done, but we can't do it all right now. Like right. there's not the capacity to do it. And so helping them come up with a plan, because I think that's another struggle that a lot of business owners have. Like they know that this needs to happen to my website and this needs to happen with my opt-in process and this needs to happen here and this needs to happen there, but they don't even know where to start because they're so overwhelmed with everything. So helping them, you know, put together a timeline that's realistic, right. um, that, you know, we can take care of this and we can take care of that, um, you know, and, and put some actual dates and stuff to it. And um, a lot of the times, Tish, like I give the business owner that and they sometimes take it as a roadmap and they're like, okay, I've got a plan. I can do this on my own. And then other times they look at it and they're like, I understand. And I agree with all these recommendations. Do this. Yes. Help. <laughs> do this for me. And then, then me and my team come in and we actually, you know, right email sequences we build out the the processes we build out the platforms that are needed to fill those gaps to make sure that there's automation in there to make sure the process flows um, are done to fire them you know if we're saying that you don't need to be doing this if it's something that we can do in-house we'll do it if it's something that we feel we need to outsource to another company or to a VA or to an assistant then you know we'll help them with that too but it's you know building those assets that they can give to that assistant and say hey this is what I need you to do like day one of your job. And it's like, great. And so it helps cut down on like the training and that overwhelmed feeling that you have of like, it's going to take me longer to tell them how to do it. So I'll just do it myself. And it's like, you can't keep thinking that way about the things that you have to do. I love that so much. I love in it. It's so funny because there's so many times when we're like, I'm, and I did blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wait a minute. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's a good point because part yeah. of it is helping them break habits, right? Yeah. Like I think one of the first things that we worked on was your opt-in process. Yeah. And so we we took a look at what was already there. You know, we um, we built it out more mm-hmm. so it was more robust. We actually had a, a really clear call to action, you know, for it now. Yeah. But even still, I wanted to jump in. <laughs> you wanted, you would see somebody had downloaded the opt-in. You're like, oh, I need to call them. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. And you're like, well, I need to tell them. And I want to ask them, you know, what they thought about the, the, the guide. And I want to get on a phone call with them. And I'm like, but the sequence does that. The sequence asks them how they are interacting with the guide. And the sequence invites them to get on your calendar. Like, let your systems that yeah. you have now do the work for you. Like you, you're not by yourself anymore. You know, and the the thing about it that I want people to hear and to know is this. I am finding that I'm getting more quote unquote random, (laughs) random invitations to speak, more random people calling it. You know what I mean? Obviously it's not random. It's because we have these systems in place now, but I can honestly say I've had more of that happen in the last few 
even just weeks than I've had probably all last year. Mm -hmm. So I know that this works. Now I trust it. (laughs) I believe you. I know that what you're doing is working and I say I appreciate it. Um, We'll definitely have to have you come back again because there's so much more because we didn't even get to the whole self-care piece that you teach. So we're going to talk about that on our next um, time together. But tell everyone how they can reach you and um, yeah, tell them about how they can reach out to you. Yeah. So uh, if you go to my website, you can just go to lavistajones.com and, you know, that'll help you navigate the rest of the entire website. And then all of my social media handles are Lavista Jones. So I try to keep it pretty easy. Um, You know, that name is pretty unique. (laughs) So, you know, there's not a lot of Lavista Jones out there. So, yeah, I should be pretty easy to find. I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, and also on LinkedIn. Very good. I don't always say things like this when I'm talking to our guests. I love all of our guests, but I personally work with LaVista. She is the business. She is the bomb. So if you're in the place we've just discussed, you need to reach out to her company because she can make your system sing and let you do the thing that you're most highly gifted to do. So thank you so much for being with us today, LaVista. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. you for listening to networking school go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to networking school on itunes spotify stitcher and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast i would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show make sure you follow me on instagram facebook and linkedin And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.